Lately I've been feeling things change We've been working hard, no sleep, get it every day And I swear that we ain't stopping till we pay Yeah, the pressure on, gotta make it work, triple play, yeah This is, this is Triple Play Fantasy Basketball Week 15. Uh, approaching next week, we're at 14. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm excited, though. Uh, the MLK uh, games are always exciting. Um, what do you look forward to um, on MLK Day? Do you, get, do you get off? Do you get to watch some basketball? Yeah, we get off. Love watching some basketball. Wizards always play a home game. I'll never forget Gilbert Arenas hitting that game winner against the Jazz. I think it was 2007, dropped 51 that day. I know you remember it, Coach. Absolutely. What a throwback, man. That's a that's a solid minch right there. Those were the, the glory days as a, as a Wizards fan. And we host um, Steph Curry, who, who just came back from injury, and he's probably going to hit like 10 threes. You heard it here first. <laughs> Only it's, 10? That's funny. Like, I say that. That's, like, not shocking anymore. So I go – 10, just 10, just a regular 10. You know what? Maybe it's maybe the only reason it's under is because he's still coming back from that shoulder injury. They get they give him limited minutes. Oh, man. Um, yeah, but he doesn't skip a beat when he's out. Um, and Looney still, you know, I know his value goes down a little bit, but he's still getting high rebounds. And um, that team, I mean, they got him back just in time. I think they're going to start rolling. They're going to start rolling. And maybe win some games outside of their home arena. I was going to say the division is wide open. Devin Booker is hurt. The Clippers are are uh, are tumbling. Lakers are hurt. Kings are kind of sliding a little bit. Like that that division is wide open for them. And my middle school basketball team's hurt. We lost our best player in the first two minutes of the game this week. We lost in double overtime at the buzzer, and then we came back, go on the road against our rivals, and we lost by two. Oh, sounds like there's a coach on the hot seat. It was a rough, so rough week. All right, the, let's get to it. Let's get to it. The games watched this week is weird. Um, there's two teams that only play one game this week, the Pistons and the Bulls. So we're going to mention Hamadou Diallo, but this might not be the week to pick them up because they only got one game. The Bulls, so, you know, if you're thinking about dropping Patrick Williams, it might be the week. Uh, no, <laughs> no. No, James. No. Two teams with two, the Spurs and the Magic. Maybe drop Jeremy Socon. Yay! Approve. Oh man. That's not looking well for me. Um, and then uh the, the typical games played, 11 teams have three, 14 teams have four, but then look, the Raptors have five. So we have a two teams with one in the Pistons and the Bulls, and then the Raptors freaking play five so this might be a week you take lumps on your head because the other um, opponent has more games uh, Monday Tuesday back-to-backs uh, the Bucks and the Raptors um, we talk about Pat Connaughton he's somebody to look at if you're if you have an extra pickup this Sunday maybe pick him up get a couple games out of him he's shooting a lot of threes uh, let's look at our pickup candidates and they're widely available in leagues Gabe Vincent uh, is taking over with Kyle Lowry out, Tyler Hero dealing with back issues. And uh, when he has the opportunity, he produces very high at a fantasy level, as we saw last year. Hamadou Diallo, 
Isaiah Jackson, TJ McConnell, both benefiting from injuries with the Indiana Pacers. TJ Warren benefiting from injuries with Kevin Durant out, uh, Damian Lee, Booker. Out. I mean, I guess the whole league um, is taking injury woes. Um, but the T-Wolves maybe the most. Cats out, Gobert uh, leaves in the middle of the game, and then insert Nas Reed, uh, the fantasy stud, when he gets minutes, uh, gives you defensive production, he can hit the three. Uh, he gets boards. He shoots a high percentage, 17-7 uh, uh, against Cleveland when he got the opportunity, and we've seen him put some statistical monster games. And I know you've probably broken ties with him if you picked him up earlier in the year because of the injury, but he's back now, and the opportunity looms this week. we, we got to give a little bit of that caution with hitting threes, James. He's two for ten in his last two games. That's an awful, awful percentage. He's shooting well besides the three. He shot 13 of 24 in total those two games, giving you 13 rebounds, two steals, a block. 28 minutes last game, and we saw when um, Kyle Anderson was hurt earlier, I mean, he was playing 25, 30 minutes consistently. So, yeah, I mean. I think it'll open up the the threes, though. I know he's been missing them um, recently, but he has made them in in his past. He's averaging one on the season. and Even just one a game for a center is is good and he's shooting 56 percent on the year um, okay let me ask you a question though if he gave you one three a game what would be the minimum percentage you'd want him to shoot from three i, I don't i can't do that <laughs> man <Okay. laughs> like if he shot 20 percent from three but was giving you one a game would you take that yeah no Okay. But it, yeah, but that's a small sample size. I think that's that's going to go up. I, I'm, he's thirty five percent for this season, so he's that's good. That's I mean that's 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 what you want from a center. Um, Gabe Vincent, he shoots a hell of a lot of three pointers. Uh, last week, giving you eighteen a game, three boards, three dimes, fifty seven percent from the field, a couple steals. Um, he had five steals against Milwaukee. Of course, they played Milwaukee two times in Miami, um, and he was giving them. The Blues, 27 points and 28 points in back-to-back performances, seven total steals. Um, pick up Gabe Vincent in the time being while Kyle Lowry's out. So the Heat, I swear, and the Trailblazers have the shortest rotations. The Heat have been doing an eight-man rotation with people that include Orlando Robinson, Jamal Kane, and Haywood Highsmith. Those are three out of the eight guys that have been getting consistent minutes. Spolster doesn't like going deep. So Gabe Vincent, the last three games, has been playing 40, 41, and 39 minutes. That's just guaranteed to give you opportunity. And like you said, James, seven steals, shooting the three, 10 threes the last couple games. And the percentage has been great also. Like, definitely pick him up. I must say, when you were talking about uh, the the short rotation, I was thinking, man, free Omer Yurt seven. Oh, thank you. Free him. Like last year, he was rebounding like he was Dennis Rodman, and then um, as soon as Bam came back, he was out of the rotation completely. And now, like you, you've mentioned, Orlando Robinson, um, give him the opportunity because he is a fantasy stud when he when he does play minutes. Yeah, I, and he's not hurt. Like, yeah. Uh, I digress. We move on. Hamadou Diallo. Remember, we said he plays one game this week, so we're probably going to talk well about him. But just keep that in mind that. You might want to save the pickup for the following week. Um, last week, 16 points, seven boards, um, basically two steals. We saw this last season when he got an opportunity. He'll he'll he get you some steals, he gets you rebounds, and 
Um, he shoots a high percentage, <laughs> probably not 76% from the field going forward. But um, last week, um, he gave you numbers. How you do, Hamadou? Welcome to the show. First time talking <laughs> about you. Oh, my God. Is doing? this the part where you find a new co-host? No, I like it, man. Um, <laughs> the Junte Murray. Like, I just, I like your nicknames. Thank you. Hamadou <laughs> Diallo giving you double-digit points the last four games. Like he said, shooting a great percentage. Giving you a lot of boards. Those rebounds, seven, five, eight, seven. Giving you some good steals as well. Not going to give you many assists. Averaging .9 on the season. Only has one game in the last 10 where he has over one. But, you know, the thing with Detroit, they're out of contention this year. They're second to last in the Eastern Conference. They might just want to see who's on the future squad. So that maybe they'll give them a little bit more run. And once again, James, they play one game this week. So like you said, just kind of put them on the watch list if you're wanting to maximize your spots. Yeah, let's just say he's still developing his playmaking skills. Uh, and from one former Kentucky product to another, Isaiah Jackson, he's been freed. He's getting minutes. Miles Turner's out. And uh, if you know, if you've had Isaiah Jackson in the past when he's got an opportunity, you know that he is a blocks king. He gets more blocks per minute. Um, it's got to be in the top five. Um, I'm rambling from the top of my head, but I mean, he just had seven against Atlanta this week when he played. And <laughs> then followed it up with minutes. four. Yeah. Only four blocks the next game. So um, averaging, you know, four blocks a game in the last two weeks. And as long as the opportunity looms, he's a must roster in category league because he in a single week can win you that category. And I think what's notable, too, is Tyrese Halliburton got hurt. He's out at least two weeks. He did leave the game on crutches. Maybe this is the time where they finally trade Miles Turner. I know we've been speculating for a while, but if that team is projected downwards, and they get rid of Miles Turner, Isaiah Jackson could be the main beneficiary of that. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, when they're sitting eighth in the Eastern Conference, it's a bad time to start, you know, losing games. Um, and because, like, you hate to be in the middle there, and you know the team is not going anywhere really. But you would you would like to get in the lottery and, and try to get another young player to pair with the Halliburton um, and with the Matherin, but. You know, they're scrappy and Carlisle, they're going to try to win. That's what kind of what Indiana does. And I, you know, I, I see them holding, holding it down and getting a top 10 spot. Just one more note on Miles Turner. He's an unrestricted free agent in the offseason. So if the Pacers don't see them paying him, they might as well trade him. I think he moves the needle a lot for any contending team that's oh, planning on picking him up. That, that was my number one guy heading into this season, then sprained his ankle in warmups opening night <laughs> on the mascot yep <laughs> uh shout out tj mcconnell i know doc is a huge fan mm -hmm. he mm -hmm. has, keep it going james keep it he going has the most steals in the backcourt since they've been recording that stat uh he he's feisty gets in your chest he steals the ball but um you know 10 6 and 6 he's a dime dropper machine and he's been getting picked up 43 percent 39 percent just this week and with Halliburton out, he's swiping, he's getting dimes. Uh, what you like about TJ? Other, he doesn't shoot threes, but it do, does everything else. I mean, he doesn't shoot threes. You're right about that. He's shooting a good percentage, 18 of 31 the last three games. What I think is interesting is he's only averaging 25 minutes a game. So he's not even getting a starter's workload, but he's just been putting up great stats. I mean, the last game against the Grizzlies on the 14th, 13 points, 8 rebounds, 11 assists, 2 steals in 24 minutes. 
Just imagine if that goes up. I mean, he's somebody, like we said, do, does it all. James, I, I want to ask, does he deserve a spot in the Steels court? Should he submit his submission? I think he was like, he's one of the founding fathers of, <laughs> of the Steels court. in the Steels court. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they, I mean, they have a luxury at the guard position, and which makes those other players expendable. Um, but we'll see if they they send Buddy on the move. But Andrew Nebhard has shown that he is a very solid um, rookie point guard going forward. They got TJ Halliburton is on the way to the All Star game, um, and we know how great of a season he's had. He might be most improved player of the year. So, but it. it I think Indiana of a lot of the teams are ones to watch during this trade deadline. And we didn't even mention the fact that if Jalen Smith plays minutes, that he's a very, very good fantasy basketball player, but he's still not cracking a rotation, which boggles my mind on, are they thinking about moving him? The one thing I would caveat with TJ McConnell, because I think Benedict Matherin, like you said, Nemhard, Chris Duarte once upon a time, I think they're going to take the scoring workload. TJ McConnell has been putting up 13, 13, and 14 because he's been shooting well from the field. When he has his first two of nine game, I don't think he's going to get the amount of shot attempts that you're looking for for someone that to give you a lot of points. So I, from that perspective, more categories. But, yeah, I mean, Indiana's just going to be super interesting to see. Well, in, in, in this graph, he doesn't even mention what he did yesterday. He had 13 points, eight boards, and 11 assists with two steals against Memphis. Uh, he he's so tiny. How's he rebounding like this? It's just shows his IQ, his savvy, his hard work. Uh, so this has become the TJ McConnell broadcast. We'll move on from one TJ to the next. And do you know? Do you know what TJ Warren? Do you know where the TJ comes from? I don't. His name is Anthony Junior, and so I guess it's a and for Tony. So I think he goes by Tony. It's weird how sometimes these names just play themselves out but from one tj warren sounds better than anthony warren i can see why he did it and tj unlike tj mcconnell he's just getting you buckets so he's doing whatever the opposite end of it he does he doesn't really get you any other stats here but 20 points against boston um he went berserk against uh cleveland but that was the 26th of december the opportunity is going to be there and actually he looks good he's been playing good basketball he shouldn't they're trying to try to fill in the production by committee over there in Brooklyn, but he's an important piece of this puzzle if they want to stay afloat in the Eastern Conference. Don't sleep on his stocks, but yeah, I mean, the rebounds and assists are they're worse than Lou Dort numbers. Yeah, so somebody watch. He's not my favorite pickup. Uh, Damian Lee um, had himself a game against Minnesota. He had 31, he had six threes, and we've we just been waiting for this to happen. Um, with the opportunity there with Booker out. And if he continues to shoot um, this well, you know, you can give him a look. He does rebound um, pretty good as a guard. Um, He's shooting guard, small forward eligible in the last week, averaging 18 a game. So he's worth a pickup if if the opportunity there is there. And um, a 6% roster, you're going to find him in basically every league. He finally shooting the damn ball. He had (laughs) the opportunities. He's taken four, five, eight shots. The last two games, 12 and 17, they have nobody else to play. Damian Lee, I'm surprised it took you this long, buddy. Man, you talk about shooting the ball. Pat Connaughton has been shooting like 10 threes a game. It's crazy. Um, and he's not making all of them, but with that, the fact that he's shooting that much, 
I think the production is is going to fall his way. I mean, he had four threes against Miami, three against New York. Uh, he could help win you those categories. And he's been rebounding at a very high rate over there playing for Milwaukee. Everybody, you're welcome because I bet on Pat Connaughton under threes. But when he takes 10 a game, he's bound to hit over two and a half. So I, I think I'm the one that set this trend moving forward. I mean, James, you you hit it pretty accurate. The one thing to note, too, and, and especially from the rebounding and Steele's perspective, he played college football at Notre Dame. He's just a natural-born athlete. And I think sometimes when you do these kind of transitions from he one He throws 90 another, miles an hour. He throws 90 miles an hour. Like, yeah, he, he got drafted. <laughs> he, he, he can just fit on a basketball court, and that's why he gets the minutes he does. So the, the shooting may fluctuate, but – you know, yeah, right now why- he's shooting the worst percentage of his career, 36%. So, like, I see that it's got to go forward. It's got to go up based on his, you know, his shooting for his career. But he's it's- probably shooting more than he ever has, too. Yeah, he shoots six threes a game. He makes two of them. He shoots 31.5% from the three. Yeah, I mean, I see j- those numbers going he's up. He's jacking the a little bit. Good good for you, Patty. He's, he's Well, he shot 46% from the field last year. In 39.5 from three. So I'm telling you, I, f- I feel like those percentages are going to go up. He's a 36% career three-point um, shooter. And um, this is the time it's it's trending upward. He he just turned 30 years old recently. So he's probably having a quarter midlife crisis where he needs to shoot the ball more. Pat Connaughton, shout out the champ. Um, watch candidates. Jonathan Isaac, it's time to pick him up. He had 15 points in the, in the G League in 15 minutes. Last time we seen him was in Disney when he got hurt, like a couple, uh, what is that, 2020? It's been two years oh since we've seen gosh. him play basketball. Is it time to pick up good old Johnny Isaac? No, because he's going to get hurt right away. You're going to waste a oh, uh, transaction doing oh, it. Man. You're going to have to move him to the IR spot. We don't know what Orlando's doing. Man. James, is it fair to say Bull Bull was the ultimate sell high candidate? Yeah. I mean, if, if people were biting, I just think that was still a hard trust uh, thing to do. Um, but I want I want to see the lineup. I want to see Bull Bull, Jonathan Isaac, Paolo Bencaro, Franz Wagner. I want to see them all out in the court who, together. Who, who, runs, who runs the point in that scenario, Markel Fultz or Cole Anthony? Or Jalen Suggs. Well, it ain't it ain't Jalen Suggs or Cole Anthony right now. Markel Fultz has taken that job by storm, which makes you have a, a galore of trade assets. If you're looking, I, I mean, I would I would think that there's some contenders that want to see Cole Anthony come off the bench and be their kind of six man spark. I think he provides that. that, and we know how great of a rebounder he is, and he's got clutch gene too. He's hit game winners, um, and he's kind of just has that that moxie that you want as a backup backup point guard. It's just, I think there's just not enough time. And it's, I mean, the way Fultz is playing, they played their best basketball with him on the court. So, you know, we mentioned our, our drop candidates, but I do want to see these lineups with Johnson. So, We're not telling you to pick up Isaac just for the record. Don't do it. He's not going to so play back James, and back. I want to ask you a question because Jonathan Isaac hasn't played in over two years and maybe people that are getting new to fantasy basketball haven't seen him play. When he's healthy, who would you compare his game to? Um, I, 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 he's different. I don't know. He's a six ten block machine. So I, I don't know how I'd compare it to him. He's a, 
I mean, he, is he a poor man? Is he a poor man's Jaron Jackson Jr.? Um, that's why he got that contract. Now, nah, Jaron Jackson Jr. is uh, elite. I think Jaron Jackson Jr. is probably going to win the Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, the way he's blocking the ball, he's not that elite. But I guess if you say poor man's, I don't know. He's not. He doesn't play as big either. But um, he does have some of those um, qualities. I know he averaged, you know, two blocks a game in that one season where he got that big contract after getting hurt. Um, because when I brought it up, they said people also search for Jared Jackson Jr. First thing, and 2019 averaged two and a half blocks a game, 1.6 steals, 6.8 rebounds, shot 34% from three. That's just what kind of came to my mind. I guess I just think it. I think it's just a nice fit with with Paolo and and Franz that length, like defensively. That's just a problem. He doesn't have to be an offensive workload. I think that's where he was behind. But you know, you take that much time off basketball, you got to improve your shot. You're in the lab a lot, so you know we wish the best for him. That's kind of like what we've done on this show is wish the best for people that have had injuries or used to be really good. Um, looking forward to next weekend. Um, the Suns and Raptors go back to back, so maybe uh, maybe you save a Damian Lee for a, a Saturday Sunday next week to stream, and you know hopefully put you over the you know three three pointers made category or something like that. All right, well hopefully my my team um, puts it back together because these losses are they're rough, man. They give me wrinkles in the face. I can't I don't know what to do anymore. They provide you wrinkles in the face, and they provide me smiles. Oh, and I provide them wide-open jumpers, and they're not making them. And that's what the game is. It's a make-or-miss league. And, uh, you heard it here. Um, for Doc, I'm Coach Lou. Have fun watching some basketball. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Shout out. See you next week. Lately, I've been feeling things change. We've been working hard, no sleep, get it every day. And I swear that we ain't stopping till we pay. Yeah, the pressure on, gotta make it work, triple play, yeah.